Great evening, great evening, great evening, great evening. Hey, folks. Hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin with another Millionaire Midnight Rant. Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And you can find me, if you go to google.com, type in Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast, and you will get access to the rant. And the rant is just a very transparent conversation with a multimillionaire. As many of you know, I'm from Houston, Texas, and I grew up pretty poor and average, but I am now a self-made millionaire, and I'm worth over $40 million. Listen, I want to do something different tonight. Um, before we start with the topic, I want everybody to comment these words below. I believe that I am a millionaire, Okay. And I'm talking to you, young lady and young man. I want you, wherever you are right now, if you're driving your car, stop for a second. And I want you to type these in the comments below. I believe that I am a millionaire now. Go ahead and type that for me, okay? And as you type it, I want you to say it with me here. I believe that I am a millionaire now. Now, how does that feel to be able to say that here? Let's say it again. I believe that I am a millionaire now. I want you to type that below. Now, listen, as you begin to repeat that, I want you to say it with conviction. I want you to say it as if it's happening right now in this moment. I believe that I am a millionaire now. Now, I want you to say it again. I know some of you haven't said it yet, but it's okay. We're going to get you on the bandwagon as well. Say it again for me. I believe that I am a millionaire now. Now, you may be asking me or thinking to yourself, why is this man repeatedly saying that he is a millionaire now, and why is he asking us to do it? It must be more than that. It's much more than just saying that I am a millionaire now. Well, listen up here. Even before I made my millions of uh, before I made my millions of dollars, if I never said it, if I never believed it, If I never added it to my imagination, I wouldn't be speaking with you here tonight. What I want you to understand, young people, okay, and older people, that when I was at my lowest, when I couldn't pay the bills on time, when the credit was bad, when I didn't have a job, when I was failing over and over again. I would say these words. I believe that I am a millionaire now. And what I want to do, I'm going to give that gift to you. Whether you said or comment below, you heard it. And this brings me to tonight's topic, which is your imagination is critical to your success. Go ahead and write that down for me, young people here. And before I get started here, go ahead and comment your names here below. Thank you for the shout outs. 
I see people tagging people below. Thanks for the shares. Thanks for the likes. Ah, love you too. Thank you so much, folks. I see the comments below here. Go ahead and comment your name below. And let me give everybody a shout out here because tonight we're going to talk about the imagination. And I want to share with you why it's so critical to your success. And if you don't use your imagination correctly, then you'll never be successful. Um, imagination is not the only thing that's necessary, but it's critical. The imagination is like your lungs. Okay? You need it. It's not the most essential part of the body, but the lungs are necessary for you to breathe. So that's, it's just like imagination. And unfortunately, many people, as they have gotten older, their imagination is a bit debilitated. Their imagination is on the lifeline, right? It's getting ready to die. So I'm going to see if I can rejuvenate your imagination here tonight so you'll be able to get what you want. Is that fair? Hey, Ariel, how are you? Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, as well. Floyd Mayweather, Aaron. Hey, thank you so much, Aaron. Uh, Carrie, Trillion King, Jordy, Kellyon, um, Nate, Lucia. What's going on, Lucia? How are you? Atomic, Mini, Elion, OC Princess. How are you? Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. It's 12 o'clock. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm going to share with you folks what I'm doing for Thanksgiving so you'll get a sneak preview on what a millionaire does on Thanksgiving. I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. What's going on, Miss Pap? We have Nevin. We have Kayla. We have Tall Glass of Dolly. I love that. Um, we have Marcus Woods. Anthony Harvey. Erica Rochelle, Arika. Okay, here. All right, hold your questions for a while if you don't mind here. How many of you are happy to be here? How many of you, you know, when I jump online, you can feel a jolt of energy in your body. You know, when you see Wesley Virgin pop on live, you're like, oh, my God, tonight is about to be a good night. Let's go. Right? How many of you believe that, you know, when you see me go live here, you know, energy is just, you can, you just know that you're going to feel better about your situation. You know that the energy and the vibration and the frequency is going to be aligned. And listen, this is why it's so important for you to be on all these rants, right? And let me tell you why. And I want you to repeat these words below. High energy, high income. Come at those words below. High energy, high income. Say it. High energy, high income. Many people have low income because they have low energy. Who wants to be around a person that has low energy? Who wants to be around a person that's sad and always angry and upset and disappointed and despondent about life? No one. High energy. High income. And that's one thing you're always going to receive from me is high energy. And when you're able to sustain that energy, 
in my opinion, things start to take place in your life. You start to attract abundance, wealth, prosperity, the people that you want to be around you, opportunities, and you'll finally understand that life is a blessing. Okay? And life is meant to be treasured and we realize that we should be grateful, okay, for every second, including this second right now of our lives, okay? So let's talk about the imagination here. How many of you know how to use your imagination? I'm curious, okay? How many of you know how to use your imagination? How many of you believe that your imagination is very critical to your success, Every goal that you have written in your journal, every vision board picture that's on your vision boards, right? Everything that you desire for your life. How many of you realize that your imagination is critical to the manifestation of that dream or goal? Okay. Just give me a thumbs up. Okay. Well, let me break down the imagination because, you know, how about we do this? I, I would like a few of you to define what does imagination mean to you? Because, you know, you hear millionaires like myself, we talk about manifestation, we're talking about visualization. We say, hey, you got to use your imagination. But, you know, people like myself, we never really explain it to people like yourself. Because everybody has their own definition of what imagination is. And without clarity, then there's an opportunity for people to be vague or ambiguous about the topic here. So I want you to comment below and I want you to share with me, your millionaire virtual mentor, what does imagination mean to you? Okay. What does it mean to you to use your imagination? Comment below. I'm looking at the comments here. Someone said, visions of the future. When you read a book, the feeling you have when you can picture what is happening. Visualization of your future and desires. Imagination, what you vividly picture in the mind. Hey, Tommy, how are you? Hey, Mario. Foreseeing something that hasn't taken place. Visualize what I want. And listen, you are correct. Okay. All your responses are correct. But <clears throat> this is my dumbed down definition of the imagination. The imagination are thoughts. Your imagination are thoughts of things and experiences and people and events that take place in your life. It's not your imagination is not just about the things that you want, because many of you have problems. Right. And you, you didn't want the problem. Right. <laughs> many of you have um, debt. Like you didn't imagine yourself having debt, did you? No. So it's not just things that you want, right? Because when we think, you know, we think about imagination. So, oh, yeah, when you think about the things that you want. No. There are thoughts that 
materialize in your physical world. That's what it is. Okay. Your imagination is when you're able to create pictures in your mind and you're able to see those things clearly in the mind. Like right now, I'm going to prove it to you. I want you to close your eyes and think about how your car look. I want you to close your eyes and think about how does your car look right now? Can you see it? You may say, yes, Wes. You can see the color, shape, the size, right? If you close your eyes right now and say, I want you to put a big picture of your mother. Can you do it? Of course. How many of you are able to see a picture of your mother right now? Okay. Picture of your father. Picture of your child. Right? You can see their faces, right? Isn't it powerful how we're able to just see the faces of our children, the faces of our mother, our father, uh, our car. Uh, we can, you can have a picture of your, your wife, your husband in your head, right? That's the imagination. But, however, and the reason why I wanted to bring that up, because many people, they, they come to me and they ask me, say, Wesley, well, when I visualize, you know, I'm, a, able, I'm not able to picture. I'm not able to see anything. I see darkness. But I just proved to you that you can picture what you, you can create a picture in your mind. Because you just pictured your vehicle. You can picture your boss. You can picture your friend. You can picture all these people, right? And you can see that picture clearly in your thoughts. Make sense? But so now, and this is the tough part with people. The question is, well, Wesley, how do I use my imagination to use it in a way and direct it so I can imagine something and actually materialize it? How many of you need help with that? Comment below here. Because see, you remember in, in grade school, you know, your teacher said, use your imagination and write a poem. Use your imagination and write a short story, right? But in my opinion, teachers really never go in detail and really explain what using your imagination is. Like using your imagination is when like the boys or the men on here, when you used to play police and robbers, right? Your friend was the police officer, you were the robber, right? And you were chasing them around the house. Using your imagination is when... As a little girl, you would play the tea parties. I've been to many tea parties because I have daughters, right? You went to a tea party, right? Having tea, even though you're not drinking anything. But your child can go through this process just like you did when you were small. And you'll have a tea party, right? But you're not drinking tea, but you are imagining as if you are. Does that make sense? What I want all of you to understand is... That all of you do at this moment right now, you do possess the power to utilize your imagination to manifest what you want. Does that make sense? All of you, boy, girl, man, woman, young person, older person, everybody that's listening to me right now, all of you, you have the ability and you have the faculties of your mind to be able to imagine Anything that you want.
Because remember when you were playing, you know, cops and robbers and you were digging up mud and dirt and making those mud pies, right? You actually thought that was a pie. And, you know, the fascinating thing about a child is so real to them, right? It's so real to them. It's so real to them, right? Because no one tells them that it's not real. But as we become adults, our imagination is dumbed down, such as Get your head out of the clouds. Stop daydreaming so much. You know, when you're in class and your teacher says, stop dreaming, stop daydreaming so much. Get your head out of the clouds. Pay attention. Focus. Stop daydreaming. You ever wonder why it's so difficult for people to dream about their goals? For them to imagine the life that they want? Well, because when they were growing up, some authority figure told them to stop daydreaming. Make sense? Some authority figure told you to get your head out of the clouds here. Okay? But what I want you to understand is that you do have the power still as an adult to use your imagination. And what I want to talk about here tonight and why that is very critical to your success, it's critical to you to be able to um, achieve desires and to manifest whatever you want. Is that okay? You with me here? Give me a thumbs up. Let's go. All right. So first, let me prove to you why the imagination is very important to your success out of things that you want. And I want you to write this down because everything on the planet starts with a thought. Write that down, please. And we have to agree to that. Now, if we don't agree to that, then everything that I'm going to say after this is not going to make sense to you. So. Can we agree that everything that we see, smell, hear, and touch, first, the inception of that thing is a thought. Can we agree about that? Okay. Can we agree even the bed that you're laying on right now, before the creation of the bed, it was a thought. Can we agree that even your room, your apartment, your home, your car that you're driving right now, those are thoughts. Somebody had a thought first before those things could be created. Can we agree about that? Just give me a thumbs up. Okay? Great. I'm glad you agree with me here. Okay? That's important. So, if we all can agree that everything that's in the physical world that Everything that we see, okay, everything that we experience with our five senses comes from a thought. Now, the question is, well, how do we conjure up a thought and how do we take that thought, which is invisible, but you can't see a thought, can't touch it, right? How do we take a thought and make it? Real. Does that make sense? Are you with me now? Because I'm getting ready to tell you. I'm going to reveal it to you here. Now, I talk about this a little bit in my course, um, the Genie Script course. Many people ask me about my manifestation course, and this is how I got 
very popular on the internet because of the Genie Script course. Because in that course, I, I teach you mechanistically on how to manifest. You know, it's not just some woo-woo stuff. It's science-based, okay? This is science here. This is not just, you know, meditating or just believing. No, this is science here. And I'm going to see if I can break that down to you, Okay. I'm still here. One pipe. Oh, you know when you're like laying down and you swallowing spit, and the spit goes down the wrong pipe. That just happened. But all praises to the most high. God is the greatest. I'm alive. All right, let's get back to it. Yeah, I'm good. All right, so. <laughs> Woo! Thank you so much for everybody that said they love the course. So, so make sure you take notes here, okay? I want everybody, make me a promise that if you decide to listen to this right now, that you're going to take notes, okay? Please take notes. Comment below the little note emoji to let me know that you're taking notes. You want to write this stuff down because <clears throat> trust me, you've never heard it the way I'm going to explain it to you. And I'm going to explain it in a way that you're not only going to just hear it, you're going to apply it and you're going to put it to use. Okay. Um, many of you who know me from the internet understand that I've manifested everything in my life, okay? And I've used my imagination to do this from my penthouse in Miami, from my penthouse here in Houston, Texas, from the eight cars that I have, from the real estate that I have acquired, from the millions and millions of dollars I've made in the digital marketing space of products who have been number one, um, all the awards from different companies like ClickFunnels and ClickBank and DigiStore, um, I've manifested all that stuff, okay? The watches that I own, the shopping sprees, the travel around the world, the first class travel around the world, the five-star hotels, women, I mean, everything. I, like, I'm so great at this. I manifest everything. I don't really work hard for anything anymore because I don't need to. I just manifest it. <clears throat> and what I want to do is I want you to understand there are different components of manifestation, which you should be aware if you have my course. But if you don't, we're going to talk about imagination because imagination is critical to your success. Okay. Extremely. All right. So here we go. Listen. Say if you want to manifest. Let's, let's give a real life example. Say if I want someone to come at something that they would like to manifest. Okay. Comment below. And what I'm going to do is, I'm going to do this live here. I'm going to take you through the steps, okay, using your imagination on how to make that thing real. Now, before I continue, I want you to understand something, and this is very important. Everything that you want, okay, every materialistic thing that you want, because I know it's material things, right? Um. Even a person is a material thing, right? If you want a husband, a wife, whatever, it's material. 
Everything that you want and desire, watches, homes, flights, cars, home, whatever, it already exists in the physical world. Does that make sense? You got to understand that. Everything that you want, it already exists. Like my Lamborghini before I bought it, it already existed on the planet. Before I got this penthouse, it already existed in Houston, Texas. Does that make sense? Before I started to travel the world, the planes and the locations already existed. The hotel beds that I slept on, they already existed before I ever even slept there. So that's what you got to understand something. That everything that you want already exists. Right? Like you're a booming business. That's going to be so profitable. It already exists. It's there. The boards of the windows that will eventually be a part of your house, it exists, right? So I want you to understand that everything that you want, it already exists. But what you want, you want those things or those experiences to be a part of your current reality. Does that make sense? You want whatever you want on your vision board, Whatever you've written down in your goals here, this is getting good. Pay attention here. You want a part of your reality, right? You want to get up and jump into your Rolls Royce. You want to jump onto your first class flight. You want to stay in your five-star hotel. You want to go to Saks or you want to go to New York or Paris and just shop and spend twenty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 on what you want. Does that make sense? But what I want you to understand is... Everything already exists, okay? And that's the great part of mani of manifesting things and using your imagination because it already exists. It's not like you're Steve Jobs and you're trying to create the iPhone. Like the iPhone wasn't here. Steve Jobs used his imagination and by utilizing his imagination, he brought the iPhone. But that's more that's a little bit more difficult because, well, the iPhone didn't exist, Right? Just like Elon Musk, he invented the electric car. Well, that didn't exist before Elon Musk had the thought, he used his imagination. He said, you know what? I believe there's going to be a car and we're no longer going to use gas. We're going to use electricity some type of way. That was just his imagination, which is more difficult than what we're doing here. What you want, you just want to manifest more money, correct? Like The money already exists. The money is like in bank accounts. The money is in people's wallets. The money is in the cash. I mean, the money is already there, right? But you want it a part of your reality. Is that fair? Comment below. Give me a thumbs up if you're still with me here. Okay? Comment below here. I need to see you guys interacting below here. So, <clears throat> I'm going to take Tiffany Million Dollar version, version. And she wants... A Mercedes Benz G63 AMG 2022. Okay. That's going to be the example for tonight, right now. That's what she wants. She wants a Mercedes. Like, I have a Mercedes G Wagon right now. It's beautiful. I think she wants the smaller version. I have the 4x4. So, that's what she wants. She wants a 2022. So, what I'm going to do is show you how to use the imagination to make it real. Now, first, let me tell you where people fail. 
when they attempt to imagine themselves owning a vehicle or thinking about whatever they want. When you're using your imagination, you have to eliminate the how. Now, this is very difficult, okay? Like the how. Because all our lives, we've been taught how to do something, right? How to add, how to subtract, how to learn, how to read, how to go to class, how to be good at school, how to play sports. It was always this how formula, and I call that linear learning. But when you're using your imagination, you can kick how out the door. Because the how does not matter. I want you to understand this, folks. I understand this type of talk here is not popular, but I'm going to make it popular. I mean, this type of information here, I'm telling you, millions of people, millions per day will download this audio because I'm going to explain it to people in a way that they're going to implement this stuff and they're going to apply it, apply it and they're going to see how much power they have over their world. Okay, that makes sense here. So the how, and I want everybody to type this below, even if you're listening to the replay, even if you're on my podcast, I want you to say this, the how is none of my business. Write that down, please. Okay, or comment below. The how is none of my business. And I want you to say it seven times because I want to tattoo this in the back of your mind so you'll understand that the how is none of your business. I said again, the how is none of my business. The how is none of my business. The how is none of my business. The how, how I'm going to do this, how I'm going to get the G-Wagon, it's none of my business. Write that down, please, seven times. Comment below. All right. All right. I can feel the, I can feel the vibration. Ooh, I can feel the, the prosperity and the abundance. I'm getting chills right now. All right, check it out. So, now, we agree that the house doesn't get business, okay? Because that is one debilitator that keeps people from using their imagination to attract or seek out what they want, okay? It's none of your business. So if Tiffany wants this G-Wagon, you know, she has to imagine it first that she can have it, right? Let me say it again. If she wants the G-Wagon, she has to imagine that she can have the G-Wagon. Let me go deeper for you because I know you want me to go deeper here. Listen, the reason why she, Tiffany has to give herself permission that she's worthy of a G-Wagon. You know why? Because Tiffany has spent the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years purchasing cars that are probably 30,000, 50,000, 60,000. Maybe every car she has ever owned is under $100,000. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Right? But the G-Wagon that she wants is $300,000. But she spent the last decade purchasing cars that are under $100,000. Okay? You got to understand that, folks. That's important. Because she has repeatedly 
not just bought cars that were cheaper, she justified the purchase, okay? And that information is in her mind. Stay with me here. But she has to believe that she's worthy of it. She has to believe that she doesn't have to justify having a $300,000 vehicle. Right? Are you with me here? This is important. Because see, listen, if you don't understand this, these points here, it doesn't matter how you try to use your imagination because you won't feel worthy of it. You know, you'll just say, well, that's too much money. Well, you know, I want it, but, you know, it's just a waste of money. I mean, I can buy a house, right? I can invest that money. I mean, I'm not going to spend it. I mean, I do want it, but, uh, I mean, should I really do it? So Tiffany has, and I'm just being general here, she has a worthy problem. You're like, is she worthy of it? Like, is it a big deal? And it's not. Okay. I want you to type this below. Tiffany, you type it as well. I give myself permission. I give myself permission to manifest anything I want. Come with those words below. I give myself permission. Because you got to give yourself permission because, listen, I, I get it. You want to have all these things. You want a Birkin bag, a Chanel bag. You you want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on vacation, but you got to give yourself permission because you've been living cheap for a long time. A lot of you have been living cheap, right? Cheap hotels, cheap cars, cheap apartments, cheap jewelry, cheap everything, right? So you have to give yourself permission to be rich. Give yourself permission to have an abundance of the thing that you want. Type that below, please. I give myself permission to manifest whatever I want. Okay? Which means this: you don't need to justify it. Like, I have eight cars. I have $2 million worth of vehicles. And many of them I never drive. Right? Now, a normal regulatory person may say, Wesley, why do you have so many cars? You don't even drive it. You're wasting money. You're paying the car note every month. You're wasting money, man. What are you doing? You could use that money for something else. Make sense? Right? But I gave myself permission to have what I want. And I don't need to justify to regulatory people to have those things. Okay? Does that make sense? You have to have this conversation with yourself. Because listen, you know, when you have all these thoughts and all these outrageous dreams, you know, people around you, they're going to tell you why you shouldn't do it. They're going to tell you why it's a dumb purchase. They're going to tell you that it's a liability. They're going to say, well, I would never do that. Well, I, I mean, I wouldn't waste my money on that. I mean, I'll do this and I'll do that and I'll do this. So beforehand, you have to realize that these conversations will happen. But you've already gave yourself permission to have whatever you want. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay, cool. So let's move to the next step here. So listen, let's move to the process of actually using our imagination. Now, so the question is, you know, how we, how, 
You know, listen, if you close your eyes and try to think about the G-Wagon, Tiffany, you you know, maybe you'll have a few pictures or maybe you might not have a picture at all, right? It may be kind of difficult. You've probably seen a few G-Wagons on the, on the road or uh, on the highway or even on the internet of people who have G-Wagons here. But you, you really, you know, you want to have this picture in your mind and you want that picture to be clear. Write this down to clear the picture that's in your mind of the thing or the experience that you want to have. It's very likely that it will take place in your life. Does that make sense? Let me say it again for my slow learners. If you're able to have a clear picture of whatever you want, whatever we're talking about the G-Wagon right now. If Tiffany has a clear picture of herself in the G-Wagon, driving the G-Wagon, listening to the music, you know, taking her family here, taking her daughter, her son here and there, right? If she's able to create that picture, it's highly likely that she will attract this in her life. Okay, so let me go deeper. I'm not done. Stay with me here. Are you with me? Come with the word, let's go. Okay? I need to make sure that you're paying attention. Come with the word, let's go. High energy, high income. Never forget those words. Keep your energy high, not low. Okay? So, now Tiffany might say, well, Wes, you know, sometimes it's very difficult for me to imagine myself in this car. Because at the same time, I'm trying to imagine it. You know, I think about it. It's so expensive. And, you know, sometimes that picture is not so clear. So what does Tiffany need to do? Okay. Like, what does Tiffany need to do to guarantee that that G-Wagon, that Mercedes G-Wagon, one day will be parked out in her garage. One day she'll be washing that thing. One day she'll have the windows down with the wind blowing in her face, smiling with that pretty smile, looking at people to the left and right of her, looking at her, looking like a queen and that Mercedes G-Wagon G63. What does she need to do? I'm going to tell you. She needs to do the obvious. She needs to get off her butt. She needs to get in her car. And she needs to drive to the dealership where the G-Wagons are. She needs to get her checkbook and she needs to make preparation to get ready to go buy that G-Wagon. Listen, let me tell you a story here. So listen, believe it or not, folks, I used to be in a choir. So my dad's a pastor, so I used to be in the choir. Believe it or not, I can sing. I got scales. <laughs> my, this little light of mine. I know what you're thinking. Just insane, right? I'm a, I'm a beast. But I used to be in a choir, folks. Okay? <laughs> I never told a story. And my dad is a pastor of a church. And if you are a PK kid, man, you go to church all the time when you're, when you're small, when you're a kid. And we, we, we had to go what was called choir rehearsal. Does anybody know what choir rehearsal is on Wednesday nights? Choir rehearsal, okay? Have you ever been there? Of course. Well, that's when you go to church on Wednesday night about 7, 8 o'clock. 
and all the men and women come in, the basses, the tenors, and the uh, the sopranos and the altos, they come together, and you have the choir director, you got the guy on the piano and the organ, and we're, you know, we're going through the rehearsal because we're making preparation for what? Sunday. Right? Because Sunday is the day. And we're rehearsing for the big day. How many of you know what I'm talking about here? Right? Can I get an amen? Let's go. Right? So I used to go to choir rehearsal, right? Over and over again, all the time. Because, you know, we, we had to rehearse. And why do we have to rehearse? We want to rehearse, so we want to make sure when the day comes, you know, we are, we're stellar. We're at our best when we had to hit those high notes. We hit those high notes. When we had to hit the low notes, we hit those low notes, right? We had to make sure that the director and the choir are in tune. They're in sync. The drummer is in sync. The organist is in sync with the concaphony of the music that is taking place on Sunday. But Wednesday nights are necessary. Because without the Wednesday nights, Sundays and our performance on Sunday would not be stellar. So listen here. See, what Tiffany needs to do is she got to go to choir rehearsal. Mm, you follow me? She got to get up and she have to rehearse as if she getting ready to go buy that car. Now, let me ask you another question here. How many times have you been to choir rehearsal? Do I have any sopranos or any uh, altos or anybody been to choir rehearsal? How many times do you need to go to choir rehearsal? Do you go one time? Okay. Hello? How many times does a person need to go to choir rehearsal that's in a choir? Do they just go one time? You know, when you have the pastor and wife anniversary or you got Women's Day, right? Uh, or you have the woman in red, right? My Kojic people know what I'm talking about here. And how many, you know, how many times do you have to go to choir rehearsal? Over and over again, right? Because you're preparing for what? The day. So, so Tiffany, she has to get in her car, she has to drive to the dealership, she has to ask for the G-Wagon, she got to test drive the G-Wagon, she needs to get in the G-Wagon, she has to ask questions about the G-Wagon, she got to get the price structure of the G-Wagon, and she has to do it over and over again. Why? Because she's preparing for Sunday. Mm, can I get an amen? That was good. That was good. Come on. You know that was good. She's preparing for the Sunday. Right? She has to rehearse herself looking at the G-Wagon, getting in the G-Wagon, passing by the G-Wagon, feeling the leather in the G-Wagon, feeling that she belongs in the G-Wagon. It is hers. She has to look at the specs. She want to look at the price. She want to talk to the salespeople, talk to the managers. She has to... Con Continually rehearse this process because she's preparing herself for the day that she will write the check and she will leave with the G-Wagon. You get it? Are you with me here? Right? That's how it works. <laughs> See, I, listen, didn't I tell you I was going to explain it to you in a way that you was going to get it? Even if you've never been to church, you understand what I'm talking about here. 
See, the process of rehearsing. See, it's not enough for you to sit in your bed or lay in your bed and imagine yourself in a G-Wagon. Imagine yourself. Because it's very difficult. Why? Because a rehearsal is necessary. Just like a person in the choir, they can't just imagine themselves doing well on Sunday morning. No! You just can't imagine yourself singing well. You can't just imagine yourself being in sync with the choir director. You got to go to practice. So listen, to reinforce your imagination, you have to actually rehearse the process of purchasing the G-Wagon. Are you with me here? Let me share something with you here. Uh, what I used to do before I bought my place in Miami, before I got, before I rented that property, I, I for for like one year, I would rehearse myself paying the rent. I would rehearse myself looking at the specs. Like every night, I will look at it. I will look at it. I will look at the rooms. I will plan out the furniture. I would talk about how I was going to have an interior direct uh, decorator here. I was going to have a chef here. Uh, I was having a jacuzzi on my balcony here. I was going to put the green grass, the artificial grass on my balcony here. I was going to have my Rolls Royce and my Lamborghini in my living room in the car elevator here. Right. I, I, I did this for a year. I rehearsed it over and over again. And as a matter of fact, I used to post this on my Instagram. I don't know if you guys remember. You remember I used to post that Miami property, the Porsche Tower building in Sunny Isle, Cal uh, Sunny Isle, Florida. And it's the building where you can drive your car in what is called a car elevator that would take you up a lift. And the car would take you straight into your living room. And you can see the beautiful beach outside from your balcony. And I was on the 46th floor. I had a jacuzzi. And I used to, I, I would rehearse this. I, I would see myself and my children in the jacuzzi. You know, I would see myself hanging out, working in the jacuzzi, uh, eating food from my shelf in the jacuzzi. My maid and my, my housekeeper would come every single day to clean my home. I rehearsed it. Okay. I rehearsed it. And everything that I rehearsed, it happened. Does that make sense? See, whatever, you know, like in a secret, it talks about, like, whatever you think about, you bring about. No, it's whatever you rehearse. See, whatever, you, whatever you're doing over and over and over again, this is what you're going to bring in as a part of your reality, okay? Whatever you're rehearsing, if you want a lovely mansion, say if you want a beautiful house, well, you need to rehearse yourself buying the house. You know what I used to do? So I went through the process of actually buying a $5 million house, even though I didn't have the money. I went so far, I had developers at the table, I had an interior, direct, uh, interior decorator at the table, and we would discuss what we wanted to do. We would discuss the property. We would discuss the land. We will discuss the rooms that I wanted, the type of moving room, the type of carpet that I wanted to put into place. We will discuss this. I was rehearsing and going through the process 
of making that $5 million purchase. Okay. Caesar, I see you, Mac. Does that make sense? <clears throat> to reinforce your imagination, because I know some of you, some of you have a difficult time using your imagination because you have a difficult time using your imagination about things that you're not sure that you can achieve or that you've never really came in contact with, right? Many of you have never lived in a mansion before, so it's going to be kind of difficult to imagine yourself in a mansion because you never had it. Many of you can't imagine a Rolls Royce because you've probably just seen a Rolls Royce on the street. You've never been inside of it before, right? <laughs> Many of you, it's hard to imagine a million dollars in your bank account because you only had a thousand, ten thousand, or negative balances. Does that make sense? Whatever you rehearse, okay? And this is when you have to take your imagination to the next level, right? Whatever you rehearse, you will bring in your life, okay? Let me say it again. What? Write this down, please. Whatever you rehearse, you will bring in your... Listen, if you want... Ladies, you want shopping sprees every single week? You want to spend 10 grand a week just because you want to on clothes? Well, rehearse yourself. Going to the mall, looking at the things that you want. Picture yourself buying that. Oh, I'm going to get this. I got this. I'm going to get this. Oh, this is going to be good with these shoes. It's going to be good with this. this I'm going to get this. The Versace here. I'm going to get this. Javante with this belt. I'm going to get these glasses here. I'm going to get these type of shoes, these red bottoms here. Like, rehearse it. Like, rehearse yourself going to the mall. Like, actually go, right? And see yourself purchasing and buying it. Like while you're in the mall, in your mind, you're seeing yourself, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get this, oh, I'm going to get this, 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 and I'm going to make sure this is going to be my third closet here. I'm going to have interior decorators. Well. I mean, interior design. Uh, I'm going to have a um, stylist that's going to style me, that's going to send me pictures of the things that I want. I'm going to select them, go to the mall, and I'm going to buy them. You rehearse it. Does it make sense? Whatever you rehearse, thanks Caesar for the badge. Whatever you're rehearsing in your mind, I'm telling you, this is real. This is what I do. Whatever you rehearse, this is you invoking your imagination. Whatever you're thinking about and picturing. But when it comes to wealth and opulence, you got to get around it. Because many of you, you, you came from the ghetto. Some of you, 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 you came from the uh, a destitute area. Some of you stay in a third world country right now, correct? Some of you stay in an area where there's no rich nothing. You don't know wealth is around you, right? So you have to make the effort just like going to choir rehearsal. You can't just sing by yourself in your bed talking about your practices. You are practicing. No. You have to get in your car. You have to go to choir rehearsal. You got to go to the church and you have to sing with the people, the others. So for you to magnify your imagination, you have to go to the places. If you want to fly first class, well, go on the website, United Airlines, Delta Airlines, whatever airlines. And I want you to go through the process of purchasing the ticket. Okay. I go through the process of purchasing a $10,000 ticket. Just go through the process here. Right? When you 
take a flight anywhere, I want you to go to first, like walk up to first class. Don't be afraid. Like, I want you to walk up to first class. I want you to sit in the seat for about a minute until they kick you out. Let me tell you a story. I used to do this. It was a time that I was going overseas all the time because I was working in Iraq and Afghanistan, right? And they were always by coach, obviously, right? They're not going to buy us a first-class ticket. So what I started to do when I was fly from here, Houston, to London and London to, no, actually not London, Germany, I think, Germany to Dubai, <clears throat> what I would do was when I would board the plane, I would give uh, I would give it some time. I would let the plane take off, whatever, and then I would go to first class and I would see if any seats were open. And I would just plop down in the seat. I would pull out that little blanket. I would pull out that pillow. This is a true story. I did this many times. And I would sit there as if I belonged. I would hit the little button and say, ma'am, I didn't get a champagne. Well, any, any issue why I didn't get a champagne? Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Virgin. What's your name? I said, Mr. Virgin. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Virgin. We'll, we'll get that for We'll get that to you immediately here. And I know what you guys think. Well, did you ever get caught? Yes, yeah, sometimes. But let me tell you something. Many times I did not because I was acting as if I belonged there. You hear me? I was acting as if that I belonged right there in first class, even though I had a coach ticket. But I was acting. I was posturing how I was speaking. I wasn't nervous. I wasn't looking to the left and right. You know, some of you, you're doing something wrong that you don't supposed to do. You're nervous. And people can tell you don't belong somewhere when you go somewhere. Does that make sense? That's why some of you, when you go to Chanel store, you go to the uh, Versace store or whatever and go to the Rolex store. They know you don't belong there. They know it. And you know it, too, because you're thinking about it. But listen, if you're going to rehearse it, you want to get a Rolex watch, walk into the Rolex store as if you're getting ready to spend $40,000 on a watch and you don't even have $4 in your bank account. Hey, my name is Mr. Virgin here. I'm looking for a presidential Rolex here. Does Rolex still have those available? Absolutely, sir. Come over here. Would you like a Perrier? Well, I prefer Fiji. Do you have that? Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Virgin. Okay, well, fine. Perrier will be fine. You sit down and you bring the watch out and say, oh, my God, this is beautiful here. So tell me about the diamonds here. You see what I'm doing here? I'm acting as if I belong. Right? You can't roll up in the in, a, in a, you can't roll up in the the Rolex store and looking around, looking to your left, looking at the people, looking nervous. Hey, sir, can I help you? Oh no, no, I'm 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 okay. No, yes, you can help me. I've been waiting on someone to help me when I walk through the door. Hi, I'm Mr. Virgin. Pleasure to meet you. You with me? Okay. Does that make sense? Write this down below. Act as if. It is not enough for you just to lay in your bed and use your imagination and try to conjure up images of the things that you want. It's possible, but it's tough to do that. Because many of you don't know how it really feels to be wealthy. Like, you don't know at all to be wealthy. You don't know how it feels to spend $200,000 on a car. Because you've never done it. Like, you don't know how to buy a million-dollar house because you've never been approved for one. So you have to go one step further. You have to put yourself physically in the position so now you have images. So 
when I used to fly first class, even though I didn't buy the ticket, but I would sit in the seat. So I had a good feeling. So, okay, this feels good. I like this. And I need this. And I deserve this. Like this champagne is good. This is this champagne tastes a little bit better here in first class than it does in economy. And this is a sleeper. And a sleeper is when the actual seat itself it folds down to a bed. And that's what I want. I want a bed. I don't want to recline, you know, three quarters. You know, those reclining seats in economy, they don't recline. I mean, what kind of recline is that? I can't get comfortable. I need to lay down flat. I want to turn over on my side. I want to put that pillow in between my legs, and I want to look at that television screen. I want to put those headphones on, and I want to watch them move, and I want to go to sleep. And then I want them to wake me up, and I want to have a late-night snack. See, in first class, you get late-night snacks. You know about that? See, you don't know about that because you've been too busy in coaching, economy class. Okay? You get a late-night snack. And I love those late-night snacks. I said, ma'am, you don't mind? I'm hungry. I'm, I'm 220 pounds, and... I got a lot of muscle on my body and I need to eat. And she said, no problem, Mr. Virgin. We'll feed you right now. Listen, act as if. When you're using your imagination, thank you, Boutique. And yes, we can go live. Listen, to use your imagination effectively, because it's very critical to your success and things that you want, you must begin to put yourself in a position of rehearsing yourself as if you already have what you want. And like I said before, you have to continue to rehearse. Because I know somebody like, well, how long? How long it takes? How long? How long? Listen, the more you rehearse, the faster what you want will attract. And be a part of your reality. Let me say it again. For everybody that wants a time frame. Okay. The more you rehearse. Okay. It's just like singing. The more a person rehearse. It's just like basketball. Like Steph Curry. This guy's a beast. This guy hits shots like crazy. Right. The more he practices. The more he rehearses and shoots the ball. Over and over again. The better he gets. So the more you rehearse yourself. Invoking your imagination on the things that you want, the faster it will show up in your reality. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen here? Okay. Any questions for me here? And that's it. That's how you use your imagination. That's, that's it. For you to use your imagination to direct it properly. Because now what we've learned here, now we're going to get in the driver's seat. See, many of you have allowed your imagination to take you out into the sea with no rudder, no no guide, no one's driving. You're just like a boat with no oars. You're just in the sea, wondering, letting the wind take you left and right. But now you're in the driver's seat because I want you to steer your imagination to steer yourself to the place that you want to be, okay? And the place you want to go. Come with the word value if you got value here tonight. How many of you are going to listen to this again? How many of you are going to rehearse what I just shared with you again? I want you this week or for the next month or two months, think about one thing you want most. 
Think about one thing you want most. Okay, whatever that thing is. And I want you to imagine yourself in that situation, which means I want you to rehearse it. Now, it may take some balls because I know some of you are uncomfortable, right? Because it's easy to say, yeah, I want to be a millionaire. But it's, it's, it's very, it may be difficult for you to actually go to the Rolls Royce dealership, right? Because you might say, yeah, you know, I can, I'm going to have a Rolls Royce. But it may be difficult for you to actually go because for you to go to the Rolls Royce dealership is another thing because you may say, oh, my God, why am I going? They're going to judge me. And see, that's your internal dialogue, right? And that's your beliefs. People are going to judge you. They're going to talk about you. They're going to tell you to get out the store. They're going to run your credit, right? Nah. You got to be willing to be uncomfortable because as a rich man, I was, um, I had to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. I had to be very comfortable with someone unpacking my luggage. I had to get comfortable with someone cleaning my home every day. I had to get comfortable with having a chef prepare my meals. I had to get comfortable flying first class and spending ten dollars and $15,000 on a flight. I had to get comfortable spending $5,000 per night at a hotel in Dubai, the seven-star hotel. I had to get comfortable spending two, $300,000 on a car, right? I had to get comfortable doing all this stuff. And you, if that's what you want, you have to begin to get comfortable with that stuff now. Who wants to go live here? Okay. How many of you, I'm just curious here. I know it's Thanksgiving. But how many of you in the next 72 hours are actually going to go through the process of rehearsing what you want? I want to know how many of you are actually going to rehearse it. Like if it's a car that you want, I want you to go to the dealership in the next 72 hours. If it's a home that you want to buy, I want you to go talk to a builder. If a house already exists, I want you to actually go to the house and look in the house. I want you to get a realtor, right? I want you to tell them what you're looking for. I want you to go through the entire process. If you want a shopping spree because you want to just shop till you drop, I want you to go to the mall, okay? Go to the department stores that you want to shop in. And I want you to rehearse as if you belong there. And I want you to go. If you want to go every week, well, you need to go to that place every week. Like some people want to shop every week. I used to be like that as well. So if that's what you desire, well, go to the mall every single week. Go to the Versace store. Go to Loop. Like, because that's what you want. Practice going all the time. You know, getting dressed up, getting in your car, going to the shopping mall, buying what you want. Practice over and over again. Because one day, you'll be able to pull out your card and you'll be able to make purchases. All right, let's go live with Miss Boutique here. Good job. How are you? Hello there. Hello. How are you? What's your name? Celestine. Celestine, how are you doing? Where are you calling from? Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, okay. Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, so how can I help? Well, that's a good question. Um, I've been following you for a while. Okay. And I am a business owner myself. 
right. You have done so much for me. If not on a monetary level, definitely a personal level, which is blending over into the monetary, starting the show. Okay. And I just want to say thank you for that. Oh, you very much. Like, I'm so thankful, and I'm thankful you for accepting my life. Oh, of course, and thank you for the badges. Absolutely. I'm a man of my word. Thank you so much for that. Much love. I first, like, I have so much to ask you. I'm just going to just let it go and just flow. And whatever comes up and you can help me with, we'll work on that. Let's do it. I first came across you in 2019. Mm -hmm. um, Around December 2019, when you were still doing the Overnight Millionaire success Mm -hmm. and all of that. And... um, I don't know. That was kind of a rough time. I signed up for it when my grandmother passed away. And then I had like a few, like over the course of that, the end of 2019 and all of 2020, I had a lot of people close to me pass away. Not just because of COVID or whatever, just in general. But I'm not using that as an excuse. I still never forgot about you. I was mm-hmm. still always watching you on YouTube. And that's how I came across these millionaire midnight rants. And I eventually got my own shop here in Atlanta. Congrats. Because of a lot of it has to do with you. A lot of it has to do with the, what you, um, I can't find the exact word for it, but your rants have done a lot for me. Wow, thank you so much. I can't even put it to words at this exact moment, but it's done so much to the point where, like, I went from somebody with no business location in Atlanta, Georgia, that was working out of their home. Make I'm a dressmaker. I mean, okay. I mostly make dresses mm. um, and do some clothing alterations too. And I was at that time, I was doing that in. Um, driving Lyft and Uber on the side to make ends meet. I don't drive Lyft and Uber anymore. I just have my own business. Ooh, congratulations. That's, that's give. I want everybody to congrats this young lady because that's big. (laughs) You got a boutique, you're a dressmaker, you're sharing your story. And so tell us more about your business. And yeah. So right now I just have my boutique in Atlanta, but I want more. Like, mm. um, I, I want way more. And so let me ask you a question. Did you, did you imagine yourself having that boutique? I did. So let's talk about that process. I think that's relevant to this discussion. So share with everyone how you went from you're in Uber, you're delivering food. How did you go through the process of just having this picture in your mind of one day you having a boutique? Altering dresses and selling dresses. I'm simply okay. I'm gonna get into that, but I'm looking at my camera. I'm looking at myself with this camera. I look crazy. I'm sorry, you guys. What <laughs> you like mean? You look amazing. On. What you talking I got about? You working? You working? <laughs> I, I like I a woman that works. That's what I'm talking about. 
<laughs> Absolutely. You working okay. just like no, me. This, I um I am uh I came across this when I was in college by mistake. Um I kind of want to put the numbers out there because I want people to think I'm like a novice. I'm not a novice at this point at my age. I don't care. I'll be 40 in January. <laughs> I wow, you look young. College. I graduated from college, from Spelman College in May of 2005. Oh, um, Spelman, okay. And that's, that's, when I, that's when I started sewing my senior year in college. Like I went there as a biology pre-med major because okay. I just knew. I always knew my whole life I was going to be a doctor or in the medical field. Um, my father is a retired engineer and my mother is a retired nurse. So I was just like, okay, it's just my destiny. I'm going to be a nurse like All my right. mom or I'm going to be a doctor like my mom. All right. But I got in college and realized, you know what, I'm really way more artist artistic. I had a, a roommate that was a Delta. That's how I got into sewing. And um, it kind of just took off from there. Like for 10 years, so I'm just say like, I'm just going to like buy for it from 2005 to 2015. I was just sewing on the side. Right. Uh, I graduated in 2005. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, I worked for several corporate companies all that time. I never, I didn't really take out the leap of faith to work for myself until the end of 2005 going into 2016. I was just like, you know what? I was just kind of over it. I'm not going to name the company I was working for, but I was just kind of over it. Mm -hmm. And um, by the end of, that was 2015, end of 2016, I quit my job and went out and just started working for myself. I didn't have nothing. Mm. I didn't have no savings. I think all I had was my bills for that next month and I had to move. And I was in a bad relationship. <laughs> mm, mm, and I mm. still did it. I still did it and I'm still here. Wow. And um, yeah. Um, I didn't know sewing was my passion until I dived into it. Like, okay. I will be there. I am there. I am there. You can ask any of my loyal clients. I am there. Like, I have to pull myself away from it. I will be there till the sun comes up in the morning and go wow. home and take a nap and go back. Like. So, so what's next for you? What's the next level? What do you desire more? You say you want it more. So, what does that look like? More for me looks like freedom. Not only for myself, but for my parents. I would love my my grandmother. She's 88 years old. And I would love her to leave this earth knowing that I made it. But haven't you already made it? No, I haven't made it. How do you know? I know I haven't made it. Because Give me an example. I still can't do what I want to do. And what is that? I still can't. Like, I still can't. While I'm on the phone with you, I still can't book a plane ticket to Paris, to, 
to take my whole family out tomorrow for Thanksgiving. I can't do that. Okay. What else can you not do? I can't make sure my parents are financially secure, even though they're both retired. They're not financially secure. And and how, much money, how much money do you need for that, for them to be financially secure? Me knowing their lifestyle and knowing um, how they're used to living, my dad mm -hmm. is a retired nuclear engineer. Okay. I know his lifestyle. He needs minimum a hundred thousand dollars a year. So like ten thousand a month. Himself. Right. And I need that minimum for myself. And I don't even have children. So no, I'm not financially secure. So how much are you bringing in right now from the business? Right now from the business, we fluctuate between um Eight and twelve thousand dollars a month. And whoa, whoa, that's wait, wait. First, that's that's congrats on that. Let me tell you something. That is very difficult to do. So that's that's pause for a second, and let me congratulate you for earning ten, twelve thousand dollars per month um, in the business because it's very difficult to make any type of profit in any type of business. So you need to pat yourself on the back. So my question next is, so how much of that is profit? I would say after all the bills, after all the taxes, I would say four to five is profit. Okay. So how, how are you acquiring these, these clients? What is your customer acquisition cost? Um, and you be honest with you, I, I'm really am blessed. Uh, I don't spend a lot for marketing. Um, referral, right? It's a referral business. A whole lot of referrals. I get a, usually anybody I make anything for, they love it and they tell everybody and everybody come to me. I would say on average, I might spend 500 to $1,000 a month on marketing. So are you a one woman show or do you have people that work for you? At the moment, I am a woman woman show but sometimes i do have um interns or people working for me mm -hmm. my sister she really held it down with me for a whole year solid but this is you know this is this this ain't for her you know right. and i love her for being there a whole year but this ain't her and i appreciate it <laughs> right 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 because, you so, know, if you don't, I don't know if you know anything about fashion and sewing, like, that's a perfectionist lane. If you're not a perfectionist, like, if, you, uh, if you're not a perfectionist at sewing, you can't sew. You right, can make right. the whole garment perfect, top to bottom, but if that button is off a quarter of an inch, you can't sew. So and it they'll looks, tell you that. They'll tell right. you that. And they'll tell everybody that. <laughs> so it, it looks like you have more clients but you need more people to sell more dresses of the clients that you're bringing in. I don't want more people sewing more stuff. I want more money coming in. Okay, and, so and it's, it's, a, it's a few ways to do this. You either got to double your prices. How right. do you feel about that? How do you feel about doubling your prices? I feel okay 
And that really has more to do with a confidence. I need to... And so when I say confidence... You, you, you've been doing this for 10 years. You're an expert, obviously. Right now... Well, when, when I say confidence, I really... I just... I don't want to disappoint people because, like, in this game, like, you can do everything perfectly. And even if you do have the buttons all the way straightened up and, and there's not one over to the right by a quarter of an inch, if you have to reschedule that appointment, you're trash because you had to reschedule the appointment. That's how people treat you in this game. You understand? It's a perfectionist. But, but what I want you to understand right now, you have to learn how to run a business now, right? And what comes with a business is come with raising prices because you are the cream of the crop when it comes to sewing and creating these type of dresses, right or wrong. You You're are. Right. I am. You are a veteran. You're not a novice. You're not just doing this yesterday, right? So That's the right. thing is people need to pay for that. I give you an example. I, I, have, I have a barber. I've been in my barber. I've been with my barber for about maybe 15 years, right? When I first started going to him, he was charging me 10 bucks, right? 10 bucks to get a haircut, you know, lovely. I'm like, man, this is just amazing, right? But mm -hmm. as years started to progress, you know, his price went up a little bit to $25, right? And then I had a, I had a talk with him one day. I said, his name is Smooth. I said, Smooth, you need to raise your prices again. You know what he told me? He said, well, no one's going to pay for that, Wesley. What are you talking about? You know, people going to complain. Okay. They're going to bitch. They're going to this. And I said, hey, listen. I want you to think about all your clients and I want you to think about the clients that come to you per week, per month, or every two weeks. You have 20% of your clientele that pays you most of the money, which means they don't care how much that cut is because you've been doing it for 10 years. So you need to raise right. You know how much I pay my barber today for the cut of my house? 200 bucks. It blew his mind. He never thought he would ever charge money like this. I remember the first time he used to come to my house for $100, right, $100. Then when COVID happened, he was, uh, I needed him to come. He said, no, nah, man, I can't come, man. I can't come. I can't, man. It's COVID, man. I just can't. I may lose my license. And I kept raising the price. I said, what, $200? He said, I'll be there right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> see, without that experience, like some, you know, because we're thinking as entrepreneurs that, oh, people are not going to pay this. But that's the yeah. poor mentality. That's the poor side of you, right? So right now, we, I, I want to speak to the richer side of you. The richer side of you, which is the skill side of you, know that you need to double your prices right now. You are the Rolls Royce of sewing right now. Tomorrow morning, all prices needs to increase. I agree. No, I no, agree. But I, no, I want I'm you to do it. No, no, no. But. I don't want you to work on it. I want you to do it. No buts. Okay. That's no, no problem. I'm, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I had two people reach out to me tonight talking about they need alterations done to their Thanksgiving outfit. I was like, you got till 12, 8, 12 p.m. noon to meet with me. So, And, and, and guess what? If they want it done for Thanksgiving, there's a premium they got to pay. That's right. Absolutely. That's, that's an extra 200 absolutely. bucks. Absolutely. absolutely. But you need to let all your clients know, or even when they come to even new clients, that starting tomorrow or whenever they reach out to you, that your price structure has changed. Because I'm pretty sure you got the emails, the numbers, or I don't know how you do your I contact. But guess what? You got to let them know that going. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure many people have been coming to you for years, right? Yes, absolutely. You're the lady. So you need to double those prices right now. You tell absolutely. them, say, hey, 
you tell them, you say, hey, fabric has gone up. The prices yes, of the fabric's going up. The lights and, going and, up. And, 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 and you take, listen, up. listen, listen to me. <laughs> listen, listen. And I want you to share with them and say, hey, I love you as a client. I appreciate you. But right now, I have an overwhelming amount of people that are coming to me right now. It's right. too much. So I have to raise my prices. And if you enjoy the quality of my work, you know, uh, uh, the time that it takes for me to deliver, I would appreciate a client. But if you want to go, hey, you can go as well. But starting have... today, these are my prices. This is my cost for this, my cost for this. Everything needs to double. You're right. I agree. And I have done that. I'm going to do it more. You doubled your prices already? What was the last time I you have, doubled them? Look, I, I went, let's say, uh, what is this, November 2022? Yeah. yeah. When I opened my shop in June 2021, yeah. I think I was charging this. I'm almost embarrassed to say how little I was charging. <laughs> how much? Like, I want to say $15 for a regular him, not a blind him, just a regular. Oh, no, 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 That's no. That's way too cheap. I know. That is way. You know how much I, I, you know how much I, I paid? Know. You know how much I paid my, my guy to do my, like, I have a suit, right? And he needs uh -huh. for him just the pants, just the pants, okay? Okay. $200. Yeah. Yeah. $200 I paid that man to do whatever yes, he needed to do. Pants. So guess but what? But I want to hit on something, if you don't mind. I don't mean to cut you off. I'm no, not, go ahead. Like I have, I want to hit on something you said the other night when you were talking about going digital and taking your skills. Like, yeah. I I listen to that. Like I don't normally catch you live. This is normally the time I'm asleep because I wake up at like four thirty five o'clock in the morning. So I'm normally sleep right now. Okay. I'm only up because I got family in town for Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving is my holiday to host. That's okay. the only reason I'm up. And I was like, I'm gonna catch him tonight. I'm gonna catch him tonight. That's that's point. Sorry, but uh -huh. um, no. You saying that I started making footage every day and I'm going to turn into five posts a day. Yes. On my Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. <laughs> I haven't started yet. I'm just making the footage of me making dresses or doing alterations. Yeah. Chop it up and just make it. So where I have five videos a day. There you go. Yes. And I'm going to try my best to go live every day. I know I look a wreck right now. I don't normally look like this every day, but it is like 2.32 in the morning where I am. So I kind of look like a wreck. So No, you look amazing. No. Well, I appreciate that, but I don't. <laughs> I know I don't. <laughs> I know I don't, but I appreciate it. <laughs> you do. You look like a woman that's hardworking. Well, I appreciate it. But that, what you said, and that ran, I was like, that's what I need to do. That's the only way I'm going to be a millionaire without working myself into the ground. Without, yeah, you know, so you need, You're talking about creating like a digital course eventually, right? So you can help yes. other people that want to sell, that want to be in this business, you have a proven blueprint. 
I do. I just got to make it digital. Like you said, I hope I'm not giving away everything and somebody run off of my... Well, there's several people that do this already, but nobody can do it like me. Exactly. I mean, I already noticed... Look, I'm be honest. I didn't go to school to learn how to sew. I was right. a biology pre-med major from Spelman College that graduated on time and never... I didn't even scratch that degree. When I graduated, I went into uh, uh, financial... I was a financial advisor and sold life insurance. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I never used my degree. So I've always worked for myself. If I wasn't selling life insurance, I was a bartender and selling. For a while, I had a, a business on uh, eBay back in like 2008 to 2010, selling like top-notch designer blue jeans on eBay. Like, I all right, well, it seemed like you, you know what you need to do. So, yeah, the content is the game right now. This right. content is king. And you're right. You can chop up those videos. And the key is to be consistent. So all you got to do is be consistent. I'm telling you, people will come. Because you're going to get better at the editing. You're going to get better at your delivery as well. And you'll find out what people like, what they don't like. And the great thing about that, you're going to get a ton of business, too, because when people start loving what you're doing, they're like, man, girl, where you at? Where you live? And right. I'm telling you, I know you don't want to hire people, but eventually you're going to have to hire people. I mean, you know, no, you... I do want to hire people. It's not that I don't. I've just had, like, a real bad experience with that. Um... It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> that's, that's the nature of business, of course. I understand that, and I do want to hire people. I just need to get better at it. Like, I just... Get better yeah. at recruiting quality people, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. you get better at that. Do trial and error. It's just trial and error, because all you need is one or two. And once you find them, do good, right? Because they can take a lot of the workload off of you, and then you can focus on your social media and your digital course. You can right. start building the online business. Makes right. Sense? So you're yes. doing everything right, young lady. I'm very proud of you by the way. Oh, thank you. I'm very proud of you. I appreciate you calling me a young lady, too. I appreciate that. You are a young lady. You're young. You're still young. Absolutely. And you're doing great things. You're, you're, you got the business that's making money. I mean, you're making a profit. Um, I know you want to make more, but, you know, really understand that I want you to appreciate where you are right now because you're in a good place. I do. It's, it's, I give gratitude every day. Yeah, because right? it's very difficult to start Ooh, a business then to profit with a business. Very difficult. This and you're is another big up I need to give you right now just from listening to you. I think I probably started listening to you. I don't be honest, like I've known about you since 2019. I didn't start listening to these rants until about July of this year. Wow. I meditate every day now. Nice. Um, every day, like I've read, um, I have, I still do a, a guided meditation with Joe Dispenza, and I, I, I know, I, I never would have came across that if it wasn't for what you do. Thank and you. And so I much. appreciate you for that. Like what you're doing, I don't care if nobody else on the planet don't appreciate it. I do. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you as well. Well, keep doing your thing. And well, keep us you. updated. Keep me updated on the digital course. I will. TikTok. I 
right? When you start putting content, let me know so I can check it out and I can give you okay. some feedback on it. All right? All right. All right. Much okay. love. All right. All right. See you Thank later. you. Absolutely. Man, that was absolutely awesome, man. You know, it just, you know, it's so touching that I'm able to inspire and touch so many people's lives. Because sometimes, folks, I'm always at home, you know, honestly. And, you know, you don't know. I'm always the man behind the iPhone in the dark, right? And every once in a while, I do show my face. But it's like, you know, I'm so grateful that I am touching so many women and men's lives. And they are becoming the version of themselves that they're excited and proud to be. Running companies and starting a business and making a profit and making money. It's just... It's so overwhelming to hear these stories, and I want to hear more stories like this as well. I think I had another person want to go live. If you have a question here, um, put your question below. And did you realize or did you hear what that lady said? She said that she meditates every day. Meditation. Every day. You hear she said every day she meditates. She starts her day with gratitude. That's my daily routine. I start every day with gratitude. I've been doing this for almost 15 years now. Right? So if you notice, you know, many people that go live with this actually doing well, they all meditate. They're very grateful. And to me, that's the cornerstone of your success. To meditate, to calm the mind down. The, when the mind is calm, you, you're more organized. And when you organize, you're able to focus properly on what you need to do here questions for me questions for me here i think we had i had another person that wanted to go live I forgot who that was though honestly talk to me do we have any more questions before i let you go does any does everybody understand how now to use your imagination. Listen, if you want a deeper response, you can always get access to my course, course The Genie Script. That's The Genie Script. Search it in Google and you'll see and get access to it. I really break down the mechanics of manifestation and the brain and mindfulness and how to persuade your brain and how to inject and to make suggestions. So you'll be able to get what you want faster here. How many goals did you have at once during your journey? Um, so how I thought about goals was, you know, obviously I had many goals, but I would rehearse scenarios, right? I would rehearse like the business doing well. I would rehearse myself, you know, eating the food for myself. I was rehearsed. So it was almost like a movie. Um, in the beginning of my career of internet market, I was really big into my movies. Anybody know what a my movie is? And a my movie is just like a movie that you can create. Actually, I think they still the site is still available. MyMovies.com, and you basically create the movie that of all the things that you want to experience in your life, right? So. I will create scenarios if that makes sense. So it was like many goals in one bigger goal. It's like the movie. So I would just think about the day, 
in the life of Western Virgin. So everything that was a part of those goals was injected inside of the movie that I would rehearse over and over again in my mind. Make sense? What kind of advice do you give for a 30 years old person to encourage after disappointments? Yeah, I mean, disappointment is, is, is fine. It's not a big deal, right? Right, learn to laugh at your disappointments and understand disappointments are a part of the game. And then another way to look at disappointments, you don't have to be disappointed. You know, something didn't go well in your life. I mean, you don't have to cry like a baby, right? A lot of you just keep crying like babies. That's what babies do, right? Children cry when things go wrong. Adults, they're supposed to be resilient, right? You got to be formidable. Right? Does that make sense? And if you're 30 years old, you don't have time to be too disappointed. Um, you have to realize that, hey, it didn't work out. Okay, great. But what's next? Right? Disappointment and sadness, it may happen, but suffering is a choice, which means you don't have to continue to think about how disappointed you are, right? And it's up to you. You know, when you're disappointed, you only, you're thinking about disappointing thoughts, obviously, right? And I know, I get it. You know, it sounds so logical, when I share with you, you say, oh, yeah, easy for you to say, Wes, you know, whatever, just stop thinking. So you want me to just stop thinking about my disappointing life? Let me just start thinking of positive immediately? Yeah, that's what I want you to do. <laughs> Honestly, because that's just how it works. People who are dealing with so many disappointments is because they keep thinking about how bad the disappointment is. They're exaggerating, right? They make it so hyperbolic that they can't, pull themselves out of this disappointing moment like it's over like whatever happened like it's done do you not realize it's over now right you might say no Wes, i'm still broke i get it i get it <laughs> You're like it's not over i'm still broke but listen you know how a person goes from broke to rich you have to stop stating and stop saying that you're broke like stop saying the words say that you're rich or say that you're becoming rich say you're becoming more successful Right, because that's just how people change. Um, there's no magical one for this. You just have to start to speak what you want. I get it. You don't have any money, but for you to continue to keep saying that you don't have money, I don't have money. I'm broke. I'm poor. I'm this. I'm that. I'm that. Like that's just reinforcing the current thought and the current belief that's already in your mind. And if you want to change that, then you have to start speaking different words. Right? Questions for me. I see, I see. Yes, it is just like how to get rid of thinking past failures or past overall. Yeah, remember, the past doesn't make the future, right? The past does not make the future, right? So, but we do have the tendency to always look at the past and evaluate the past um, to create the future, but you're just going to create more of the past, right? Remember, we are creators, which means from this moment right now, you can begin to create the life that you want by speaking it and by imagining it. And yes, it takes some time. It does. And it's going to take some effort. It's going to take some awareness. But what I'm here to tell you here, that it's worth it because it worked for me. And if it worked for me, it'll work for you. Wes, how to calm the mind and meditate through the pain storm in the rain. Bro, take a deep breath. 
take a deep breath in through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. Practice, practice um, breathing techniques. And the breathing technique is just taking a deep breath through your nose and exhaling. Like, practice doing that, even while you're in the meditation. Right? Practice just focusing on the breathing. You will instantly calm the mind down fast. Questions for me here. I'm scrolling down here. Uh, oh, what's going on? If we're using our imagination and visualizing a successful business online, are we not supposed to take action? Can you please explain how to intertwine the two? Well, listen, of course you're going to take action, right? Taking action is inevitable, but the thing with people is they want to take the right action, right? This is the big problem with people in business. They want to take action, but they want to take the right action. So, But they spend so much time trying to avoid taking the wrong action than just to take action, okay? The reason why meditation and visualization helps you because it makes it easy for you to take action towards what you're trying to do. And you will view the process of taking action such as when you do something and maybe you don't get the result, well, you're not going to be so hard on yourself. Why? Because you have pictured yourself and you have used your imagination in a way that you have seen yourself do what you need to do successfully. And you will naturally take action based off the process of you imagining and visualizing what you want. Now, anytime you visualize anything, it's like if you visualize yourself getting a job, you have an interview tomorrow. Well, you still got to get dressed up. You got to rehearse. You know, you got to rehearse. Maybe just some mock interviews and you got to go to the job and you have to interview with the person, right? Right. So what I'm saying is, as work, it's inevitable. Like you're going to do some work. Like you're going to take action, obviously. But you may say, well, I don't know what action to take. But listen, the action that you need to take will be revealed to you. And that's any company. If it's an online business, what's the first step? I mean, go on YouTube, type in how to start an online business. There's many videos that are teaching how to do this. Go watch my YouTube channels about how to start an online business, right? Listen to one of my rants. I, I speak about the online business all the time here. Does that make sense? So there's many ways and it's, it's many avenues and blueprints to start an online business, right? It's just it's there, right? On your iPhone right now, on your laptop here, right? So you're going to naturally take action. But when you visualize what you want, when you use your imagination what you want, it makes the process easier because you'll start to attract exactly what you need to do to get what you want. But you can't put a time frame on it. You gotta, you really gotta be relaxed in this process. Like if you're impatient when it's when you begin to use your imagination or you want to manifest, if you're impatient at the same time, you're like, well, well, how much action I gotta take and how long I gotta take it? Well, you're impatient. And an impatient person, it's gonna be very difficult for them to achieve what they want. You have to be in flow state. Flow state happens when you meditate for me. And then you begin to realize that the process of developing the skill, if that's necessary, 
it's an exciting process. It's not this arduous process, all this difficult process that you don't want to do. It's something that you kind of look forward to. So through this visualization period, you start to change your perceptions of what you're currently doing. Does that make sense? Um, questions here. Last question. After being confident to quit your job and your mind was clear of what you wanted, your thoughts were adequate or vague. What was the first thing you manifested that came into reality? The million dollars. I made a million dollars in one month. That was the first large manifestation that um, that was very intentional. Hey, Brittany, how are you? Wes, what fulfills you the most these days, and how does it compare from 10 years ago? Well, this is what I'm doing right here. Like, it's 1.50 a.m. in the morning here on Thursday, Thanksgiving, and I want to write with you. This is what fulfills me educating people, helping them, hearing their stories, hearing you ask your questions here. I love this. I love I love helping people win. It feels good to do that, man. And I think everybody can relate. It just feels good to help people, especially when you can make a contribution to people's lives, which is what I believe the meaning of life is. You know, um, I was watching something from Elon Musk, he was talking about the meaning of life. He said, well, maybe it's not a meaning. But I think it is a meaning of life. And I think the meaning of life is to make a contribution to others, to increase others' quality of life. You know, that's just the meaning um, for us to work uh, collectively to make our lives individually and collectively better, right? And there's many ways to do that, right? Obviously. But um, yeah. What's next here? Do you visualize having one million or just being wealthy? How specific was your visualization? So actually I just I didn't even visualize the million, honestly. I was just visualizing five thousand a day. I was visualizing sales coming into my business. I was visualizing affiliates promoting my products. I was visualizing myself traveling the world first class around the world. I was visualizing myself being number one on the platform. I didn't necessarily even visualize the million dollars, honestly. It was just like 150000 for me. But, um, yeah, but I made a million, you know. I made a million in one month. So, like I said, what's most important about the process of visualizing what you want is to be clear about what you want. Um, you might get 10x what you're trying to get. But the great thing about it, everything that I wanted, I got it. And it just took a little bit more money for me to purchase and have the things that I want. Even though I was never thinking about a million dollars a month. But I was thinking about the lifestyle. I, I, like I set it up exactly how I wanted to construct my life. And... um and, and instead of 150,000, I had a million. Make sense? Questions here. Wes, why are you not so social, so sociable in public, but on the ranch? Who said I'm not sociable in public? <laughs> uh, in public, I'm very sociable. I mean, when I want to be, but listen, I'm like a recluse. I like to spend time in my hubble. So if I go to the gym, 
if you talk to me in the gym, it's cool. You know, we can talk, we can chat a little bit, but I'm focused, right? I need to work out. And that's the only time you see me outside is just in the gym because usually I'm at home. So I wouldn't say I'm not sociable. I'm very sociable, man. I can talk to anybody. Um, do, but do I want to talk to everybody? Probably not, especially when I'm not when I'm focused, right? When I'm really focused, I don't want to talk to people, honestly. I want to stay in my own bubble, in my own zone. Um, one might say I'm a social butterfly. I just, when I'm out in public, I just talk when necessary. I just speak when necessary. I don't really speak a lot when I'm in public unless I have something to speak about. I'm a great listener. I just like listening to people, honestly. I just listen to them talk. People love the talk, so I love to listen. What's next? Any more questions for me before I let you go here? And for Thanksgiving, guess what I'm doing? Working. I'm not, listen, I'm not eating no turkey. I'm going to nobody's house. I'm not hanging out with family. I'm working. That's what I'm doing. Just want you to know. Just in case you want to model what I'm doing as well. Because, you know, everything counts, man. And I'm not saying if you celebrate Thanksgiving, you're going to be poor for the rest of your life. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, I'm just stating what I'm doing. Because what I'm doing is just more important than Thanksgiving, honestly. Like what I'm creating, the products that I'm um, that I'm eventually going to share with the world. To me, it's just more important than some turkey and some dressing and some pies that's going to make me fat. Um, what I'm getting ready to introduce is going to just it's changing the world for the better. So I'm excited about that. And it's just more important for me. Wesley, what do you do when you're trying to visualize and you have a lot of other great things running through your mind? Yeah, so that's the reason why meditation is important. Because meditation, like in my genie script, I teach you how to calm the mind. You know, the first week you have to begin to calm the mind. Because the mind is like a racehorse. It's just thinking about all types of different thoughts over and over again. Right? So you have to calm the mind. It might take you a week to calm the mind. And you calm the mind by focusing on the breathing. You calm the mind by taking your mind to focus on one thing at one time and be able to hold the thought. One thing that you guys can try when you meditate, try to count down from 100 to 1 in your mind. You might think that's very easy to do. It's very difficult because the mind wonders. Like the next time you meditate, I want you to count down from 100 to 1 and see if you can make it to 1 on the first time, like in your mind and do this. And if you get distracted, I want you to start again. And I want you to continue to do it until you're able to do it with ease. Count down from 100 to 1. Mm. All right, um, let me see here. All right, folks, uh, much love. 
We're done here. Thank you for joining the rant. Remember, you can always join me at Western Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast. Search that in Google. I'm here all day, all long. Western Million Dollar Virgin. If you ever want to go live with me, just follow me at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin. And I go live 11, 12 o'clock at night, you know, just for you to give you the opportunity to have a conversation with me. Listen, never give up, never quit. Remember, in life, you don't get what you want out of life, you get what you picture. Picture what you want, get serious, get very committed, and get extremely focused and disciplined and take massive action and repeat this over and over again for years. And you will find yourself in one year, two years, in a totally exciting place in your life, okay? So much love. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin, and let's go.